0: Well met fellow adventurers, we are now going to be exploring Axe Path Cemetery, which is just outside Hawklaw Now there's, this is a replayable scenario, so you can go through it over and over and over again, for a limited time with only a one hour gap for all the, all the undead in there too. To pick themselves up and put themselves back together again. Or whatever it is they do. Now, this a lot of things have been added, added to Axe Path Cemetery. But there's still a simple straight line path through it. Which is the minimum you can do. So, uh, so, in the first this first encounter, I'll be focusing just on that, and then later on we'll come back and do all the do all the side quests, side paths, and I think and there should be there's, uh yes and there's also an adventure that you can do here which unlocks even more stuff here. There's a lot of extra stuff but well for this episode we'll just be focusing on the straightforward route. a perpetual mist gray and thick swirls over the cursed ground of Axpath cemetery. The strange call of unfamiliar birds echo through the dead. A decaying trees that form an almost impenetrable wall around the unforsaken graveyard. From the southern end of the cemetery, your eyes wander over the field of cracked stones and toppled monuments, before at last setting upon the shadowy spectre of a crumbling tomb rising out of the mist on the far side. A grand but gruesome Coffin-shaped fountain stands nearby, the trickle of its dark, flowing water, an eerie addition to, it, to an already unsettling scene. Well, let's have a look at this this here fountain first. It's Black Nightshade's Fountain of Fortune. And you know what? I think this might be the first time I actually read. I read the description of it in the main part. Visit Black. Visit the Fountain of Fortune, this massive, ornate, dark stone fountain, its engraved base surrounded by blackleaf bramble. It's imposing as it is gruesome. You can have a closer look at the base, all manner of strange arcane symbols are engraved along the fountain's base, several of which seem to be related to necromantic rites. A line of intricate carvings at the front of the base show the gradual deterioration of the human skull. Just looking at the engravings gives you an uneasy feeling. Rising out of the pool of dark water held in its coffin-shaped basin, the fountain's central structure, a towering column of blearing skulls, something out of a hideous nightmare and we can look closer at these skulls. This column of carved skulls is eerily reminiscent of an image for a particularly terrifying dream you had several times over the last few years. In, in the dream, a tall heap of skulls rises up out of the ground before you and appears ready to topple forward, crushing you beneath its hideous bulk. Each time, however, you wake with a jolt, only seconds before the Tower of Skulls falls. Well, that's something that could happen, with all these necromancers around. Thin streams of black water issue from the mouths of several of the carved skulls on the column, splashing into a series of sculpted skeletal hands, before... Before spilling into the broad basin below, this monument, one of several fountains of fortune scattered throughout Tysa, and each of these, each of these fountains of fortune were 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 a paid package that some people spent a, a few hundred pounds on, and then they got they got their own little they got their own little permanent addition to the game. Which is very nice, nice for them, and it's nice for us, Big well, for reasons you will soon see. This monument, one of the several fountains of fortune scattered throughout Tysa, was erected to honour Black Nightshade, one of the age's most powerful and infamous necromancers, despite its altogether unwholesome appearance. Drinking from the fountain is said to bestow a blessing of good fortune, And let's drink! Leaning over the edge of the fountain, you scoop up the handful of dark water and take a quick, short sip of the black, cloudy liquid. Almost instantly, a strange feeling wells up inside of you, but a sensation quick swiftly passes, leaving in possession of renewed renewed vigour and clarity of purpose. The ancient magic of the water's fountain is now coursing through you for the next 24 hours, providing you with its wondrous black benefits. Its black nightshade's intrepid fortune that does something we know no one's really sure what. And more, and more concrete is that we get one stamina point for 24 hours. And now, of course, there are. Three of the there are three of these fountains in the kingdom, so visiting all three of them it, it could it could could get save you from death, maybe possibly. Well, it, it's death well, more stats, it's more stats, it's, it's worth probably worth getting if you're entering into an adventure or on the edge. Or if you want to see how far you can get in the Battleground Challenges, perhaps. Or just to make the numbers bigger. And everyone likes making numbers bigger. Step away from the fountain. Alright, let's proceed into the graveyard. You're standing just outside the crumbling gate that leads into the cursed Atsbath Cemetery. Off in the distance, rising up out of the swirling grey fog that blankets the ground, you can see numerous towering monuments, erected in honour of those now long deceased. Where a set of sturdy gates iron gates once stood, lies a wide opening between two toppled columns of cracked stone. There's an adventure here called The Last Trek Out, but that will be for later. And Quite a lot of people go here because, well, it's well, it's a replayable, playable, so you people replay it, and also it's one of the it's one of the few pieces of repeatable content for people who don't have an AG membership. All right, step through the gates and into the graveyard just inside the gates of the graveyard. A broad overgrown expanse of grass and stunted black-skinned trees extend to the edge of your sight in all directions. The blanket of mist that covers virtually every inch of ground is broken at odd intervals by a leaning grave marker or, by, or a crumbly monument that juts up through the swirling fog. A vicious hiss startles you you quickly assume a defensive stance as a lone skeleton staggers out of the gloom to the east, its fleshless fingers tightly gripping the hilt of a rusty longsword. A set of long fangs extend from the upper jaw of its hideous undead being. This is a fang skeleton. Now everything you fight in here is a skeleton. So I'm going to equip was staff, because that reduces the difficulty of scaled Skeletons. So begin combat with, with the Fang Skeleton. Yeah, and it's lowered the difficulty of this foe, lowering it from plus nine to plus seven or something like that. The Fang Skeleton slashes at you with this rusty blade. And it is slain. And you get some 8xp and some loot. Elation over your victory is short-lived. As the fallen skeleton is almost immediately replaced by another, of the fleshless hissing undead, the second fang skeleton advances on you through the swirling fog. Its rusty blade cutting a deadly arc, deadly arc through the air as it approaches. It's a fang skeleton. This one's been lowered to eight plus, slashes you with its rusty blade and is slain. Eight XP, some loot. The fang skeleton crumples into a pile of bones at your feet, but you quickly find yourself confronted by a new peril. A third fang skeleton stalks out of the, out of the mistier left. Its fingers of bone gripping the hilt of a rusty sword. It slashes with its rusty blade. I stab with my non Not I bash, with my non-rusted staff. It is slain. It's 8 XP terrible loot. You step back from the smashed remains of the skeleton, skeletons that now litter the ground, to taking a few moments to catch your breath, and thankfully that no further attack out of the mist seems imminent, you prepare to once again set off on your way. Yes. All right, Head north, further into the graveyard. This section of the graveyard is dominated by a towering monument depicting an armoured man leaning up, leaning on a broad-bladed sword. Through the monument is cracked in several places, and covered with moss, it appears to have survived the ravages of time, and neglect better than other such structures to fill the cemetery. A near-shattering shriek from overhead instantly draws your gaze skyward, where you're in time to behold a fang skeleton, and a wide set of bone wings extending off his back, diving straight for you. You manage to sidestep the creature's initial assault, but he lands only a few yards away and immediately rushes at you. It's a winged fang skeleton. The winged skeleton fang the winged fang skeleton strikes out of you with jagged claws. Eight damage I swing my staff and it is slain. 8xp and some loot. Oh, and six gold too. Oh, wait, seven gold. As the second winged skeleton soars out of the gloom above the head, the towering statue and descends upon you. Its clawed hands poised to sink into your flesh. It's a winged fang skeleton. And I'm just gonna bash it as it strikes out at you with its jagged claws and is slain. 8xp. And terrible note. the winged skeleton collapses to the ground as you collapses the ground, and you are about to step over its shaft scattered bones when you suddenly find yourself confronted by a staggering twil of fleshless undead. These skeletons do not have wings, but in their bony ha- in their bony hands they grip rusty short blades which they brandish with a somewhat alarming degree of skill. You boldly hold your ground. Against the Fanged Skeletal Warriors. Three Fanged Skeletons. The hiss is their attack. Bash bash bash. And three bashes, I felled three skeletons, so I guess I I put I smashed one to pieces with each with each blow. Even though I had to shrink to our staff so I could wield it. I guess I probably just went for the neck and Just smashed just knocked out a few of the neck vertebrae, and then the the head falls off. And usually, with skeletons, if you knock off the head, the rest of it stops moving. Usually, usually. As an archaeologist, I know about this sort of stuff. Except, of course, I don't, because the skeletons are very the skeletons I dig up are very polite and never try to kill you. Thank you very much. The skeletons I have dug up for never trying to kill me. You have slain your foe. 10 XP and 5 gold. A ragged hiss is the last sound you hear from the vicious undead and Trio as the third and final skeleton scumples to the ground at your feet. For several tense moments you dare not relax your guard as your eyes continually scan the swirling mist that envelops you for any sign of impending peril. But it becomes clear you're not in any immediate danger. But obviously there's slightly less immediate danger because it's a cemetery filled with undead. You're never going to be far from danger in here. I mean, even if you smash all the undead in an hour or so, they'll just put themselves back together again and go at you once more. Because clear you're not in immediate danger, you once again prepare to set out on your way. This section of the graveyard is dominated by a towering monument depicting an armoured man leaning on a broad-bladed sword. Though the monument is cracked in several places and covered with moss, it appears to survive the ravages of time. And neglect better than other su- such structures that fill the cemetery. Like maybe it's luck, or maybe it's just made of a more sturdy sort of stone. Because of course there are many types of stone. I mean, if you tried to make a make a try to make a monument out of sandstone, wouldn't last that well. But if say you used marble, that'll probably last pretty well. And I'm sure someone who's more of an expert on, on, you know, uh, I guess sculpture would probably be able to say, which are, which stones do you use to make, to make the longest lasting monuments? But I don't know, but there's, di- there's lots of different types of stones. So it makes Sense and the, and then of course and that's in our regular world, in in a in a magic adjacent world like like Swift, which isn't I don't I don't think it's an, actually a magical world itself. It's just it's a world where magic comes in constantly. And it's, it's 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 just got all over everything by now. Now the magic so so it look so if you didn't look better you think it's a magical world but in fact it's a world it's a world that's just been splashed all over with magic or something like that head north further into the graveyard a broad grove of black stunted trees stretches across this portion of the cemetery almost if they were designed to betwi- provide a natural barrier between the southern and northern halves of this forsaken place, numerous toppled and leaning grave markers jut out of the ground and poke up through the mist just inside the tangled wall poke up through the mist just inside the tangled wall of trees. Beyond the trees you can make out a sizable stone structure, which all evidence suggests is a large tomb. Well it is in a cemetery. If something's in a cemetery, there's a pretty hefty chance it's a tomb. Because it would be really creepy to build something else. Like if you had a, a little bistro in a cemetery. It would be creepy. I mean, there's probably people who've done that. Set up cemetery bistros. And probably just ran with the theme. and have And have all their and have all their staff dressed up as the undead and give and give everything and, and you and you you drink from cups that look like they're made from bone but, but aren't because bones are well that'd be wouldn't be healthy for a start and also bones are kind of porous and that that wouldn't well 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 the, the The porous, the inner bit of the boat is porous, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, wouldn't use them as a cup, but they'll look like that, and there'd be be crazy crap on the wall, because all the best eateries have crazy crap on the wall. Anyway, yeah, it's probably a tomb, because it's in the cemetery. Your eyes widen. It pulls quickens as to... Quickens as the ground in and around the belt of trees suddenly begins to move. Skeletal hands push up through the solid earth as the overpowering stench of decay assails your senses. You leap back as the ground beneath your feet buckles. Moments later, a tall skeleton with glowing white eyes pulls itself out at the ground. At the ground, at the very spot in which you were standing well, it quite away. The gruesome undead, remnants of its urban bed still dripping from its bones, staggers forward, hissing wildly as it attacks the staggering skeleton. BOOSH! And I just knock its head off in one blow, and it just... It goes... it And it lands in a little corner somewhere. It's going to take it a while to retrieve its head again. It is slain. Loot B and some loot. There's little time to weather in your victory. As a second skeleton emerges from the belt of trees, its eyes glowing bright white, it closes in and attacks as a second staggering skeleton... Alright, I um, didn't get didn't get to knock its head off with just one blow in this, this what time? Bash bash but three blows three blows finish it off. 8xp. A final well placed blow decapitates your skeletal foe and sends the undead horror to the ground in a heap. There is little time to weather in your victory, as a third skeleton emerges from the belt of trees its eyes glowing bright white as it closes in and attacks as a staggering skeleton. The hissing skeleton swipes at you its clawed, fleshless hand it deals you a brutal blow for 11 damage. And you're slain. 8 XP. And, and some loot. A final, well-placed blow decapitates your skeletal foe and sends the undead ro- horror to the ground at your feet. It's... Its skull has probably ended up right next to some other skulls. And now they're having a skull party. Well, I am not invited. There's little time to weather in your victory as a fourth skeleton emerges from the belt of trees, its eyes glowing bright, bright as it closes in and attacks the staggering skeleton the fourth. A powerful surge of negative, never-or energy washes over your foe for four damage as it swipes with its claw fleshless hands and is slain. For another 8 XP and some loot, a final, well-placed gl- blow decapitates your skeletal foe and sends the undead horror to the ground in a heap. There's little time to weather in your victory as a fifth skeleton! emerges from the belt of trees, its eyes glowing bright white as it closes in and attacks the staggering skeleton, the fifth one, nearly finished it off with the first blow, but not quite, now it's finished off. 8 me, a final well-placed blow decapitates your skeletal foe and sends the undead horror to the, gra- to the ground in a heap. There's little time to weather your victory as a 6th Skeleton emerges from the belt of trees, its eyes glowing bright white as it closes in and attacks. Staggering Skeleton the 6th. Swipes with claw, flashes hands and is slain. 8xp, some loot, 3 gold. A final, well placed below, decapitates your skeletal foe and sends the undead horror to the ground in a heap. There's little time to in your victory as a seventh skeleton emerges from the belt of trees, his eyes glowing bright white. It closes in and attacks staggering skeleton the seventh. Swipes you its clawed flesh his hands and is slain in the third round. 8 XP. A final, well placed blow decapitates your skeletal foe, and sends the undead horror to the ground in a heap. At last, it appears you defeated all the skeletons lurking about in the band of trees. After spending the next few moments catching your breath and checking over your equipment, you once again prepare to set out on your way. You spot a skull-shaped grave marker rising out of the swirls of fog. Out of the fog that swirls through the grove of black trees. Now that's a place that you can investigate, but that's not the main path, so I shall be ignoring it. Head north towards the tomb. You stand at the far north end of the cemetery, before a large crumbling tomb. The stone crutch structure is covered with thick carpet of moss, and its heavy stone jaws door stands ajar. Mist swirls about the base of the monument creeps into the ancient place of death. While studying the tomb's exterior, a loud hiss erupts from within and sails out out from the darkness that lingers just beyond its open door. You step back just as a caped fanged skeleton emerges from the crypt, both of its fleshless hands gripping the the thick shaft of a double-bladed axe. The skeleton hisses, and it staggers towards you through the waist-high fog and attacks. It's a caped, fanged skeleton. Begin combat. The caped skeleton hisses viciously as it hacks at you with his axe. Keep going, keep going, keep going. It is slain. 14 XP. You step past the shattered remains of the skeleton. And once again, return to examining the exterior of the tomb. Alright, now I can go to the east. At the top of the overgrown slope, you spot a dark opening in the earth. To the west, a narrow stony path leads into a dense thicket of stunted trees. Okay, I'm just going to... Okay, I'm going. There's entering the tomb or going back. There's two other options, but those are for later. Enter the tomb. The interior of the tomb consists of a single chamber with a high ceiling and a, sp- and a floor composed of broad squares of stone. The walls of the crypt are covered with innate engravings that seem to depict several grand episodes of the life of some great warrior. Many of the carved scene, Many of the carved scenes. Scenes: an armored warrior on horseback is engaged in battles with goblins. You notice that in one, in one corner, one well, of the heavy stone squares that makes up the floor, has been lifted up and pushed back to reveal a set of steps descending into shadow. You're about to move closer and examine the opening when three skeletons suddenly appear through it. The trio of fanged, fleshless dead. Clatter into the chamber and move at you in unison. Their rusty weapons poised to strike you down. Three fanged skeletons. They hiss as they attack and they fall. Enjoy being dead again, 10x Three skeletons crumple into piles of bone at your feet. There was little time to celebrate your victory. A lone, fanged skeleton lurches into the tomb from outside and immediately sets upon you, swinging wildly with its hopelessly rusted longsword. Begin combat with a fanged skeleton. Hax, Hax slashes you with its rusted blade and is slain, 8 XP me, and some loot and some gold. You step clear of the shattered remains of your enemy I'd relieve really to find, at least for the moment, you appear to be alone in the crypt. Alright, time to descend these stairs. You cautiously descend the stairs, and after a few moments, arrive at a broad landing at the southern end of the corridor. You're standing at the southern end of a long corridor. Behind you, a set of steps leads up to the crypt's ground-level chamber. The walls of this lengthy passage are adorned with a myriad of engravings depict a series of horrifying scenes. You spot several depictions of beheadings and hangings, and each scene bears, in some capacity, the armoured wider, you notice, etched on the wall, walls in the chamber above. You're about to start along the corridor when the sudden appearance of a pair of cloaked skeletons moving out of the gloom to the north abruptly changes your mind. Instead, you assume a defensive stance as you prepare to meet the advance of this ghoulish, sword-wielding duo. It's two cloaked skeletons. They hiss as they attack, and I smash them up. They are slain for 10xp. Having put the pair of cloaked skeletons down to defeat, you click aside one of their shattered skulls, and prepare to set off on your way Oh, Shattered skull! gonna take them ages to put themselves back together again you're standing at the southern end of a long corridor. behind you a set of steps leads up to the quips ground-level chamber yeah yeah and, and yeah that's the description we just had proceed north along the passage you haven't got more than a few yards along the passage with a loud hiss, it warps from the darkness ahead. Moments later, an armoured fang skeleton strides into view out of the gloom and attacks. It's a fang skeleton, begin combat. You tremble with unrollable <coughs> rage as you assail your foe. Alright, this is a battle wage, so I do. I roll a 20 each time. Well, I've got out of that rage quickly. It is slain. Six XP. You step over the remains of the armored skeleton and continue along the corridor. You haven't gone more than a few yards on the passage when a loud hiss erupts from out the darkness ahead. Moments later an armored fanged skeleton strides into view out of the gloom and attacks a fanged skeleton. The armored skeleton slashes at you with its deadly blade. And yep, I finish it off with a battle wage. 6xp. You step over the remains of the armored skeleton and continue along the corridor. You haven't gone more than a few yards along the passage when a loud hiss erupts from the darkness ahead. Moments later, an armored fang skeleton strides into view out of the gloom and attacks. Begin combat with this fang skeleton. Slap. The armored skeleton slashes you with his deadly blade. I swing with my deadly staff, and it is slain. 8xp. You step over the remains of the armored skeleton and continue along the corridor. You haven't gone more than a few yards along the passage when a loud hiss erupts from the darkness ahead. Moments later, an armored fang skeleton strides into view out of the gloom and attacks. As the fang skeleton begins combat. The armored skeleton slashes you with his deadly blade. And I bash it with the staff, and I finish it off with a powerful surge of negative, n- negative Neville energy, which washes over the foe for twelve damage, and it is slain. Eight XP. You step over the remains of the armored skeleton and continue along the corridor. You haven't gone more than a few yards along the passage when a loud hiss erupts out of the darkness ahead. Moments later, an armored. Fang Skeleton strides into view out of the gloom and attacks a Fang Skeleton. Such as do his deadly blade, double blow for 7 damage. But it is slain now. 8xp. You step over the remains of the Armored Skeleton, continue along the corridor. At last you arrive at the northern end of the passage and find yourself standing before a tall stone arch. The corridor ends at a tall stone arch. Before which you now stand. More engravings, still depicting the armoured figure on horseback, adorn the elegant arch. Almost immediately, you discover the way forward is protected by a sinister trap. An elaborate and possibly magical snare appears to be set to spring whenever someone passes through beneath the arch. The triggering device for the trap. Consisting of three metal plates, a stone disc, and three small chains, appears to be quite complex. I'm not entirely certain you would be able to disarm it, but I think I've got a pretty good chance since I have a, let's see, a level 65, no, 75 in Feathery, and a lot of luck. Well, okay, 13 luck. Attempt to disarm the trap you set about the tedious and dangerous task of attempting to disarm the snare protecting the arch. Pick your number. Bonus of 101, 7 from Luck, 19 from Agility and 75 from Feathery. So it's very, very important to have that skill if you want to pass this check reliably. Pick now. 143 is a success. ...and brings me 4 XP to Fevery. A smile of satisfaction creeps across your face... ...as you successfully complete the disarming of the trap. It is now safe to pass beneath the arch. Alright. The complex and deadly trap that once guarded the arch... ...has been disarmed, step through the arch. You stand just beyond the tall stone arch... Threshold of a wide chamber with a high ceiling an ornate sarcophagus lies atop a tiered dais in the centre of the womb, surrounded by flaming t- candles that emit a pale ghosty light, okay how are they keeping these candles topped up I mean seriously, how wait a minute, I mean I don't think it's an active cemetery so how because it was an active cemetery, presumably they could just, you know, loot other graves or something, right? Does this mean there are there are skeletons are breaking out of here and stealing candles? Okay, maybe okay, maybe they're just magic candles that burn forever. Yeah, I see. That's probably that's probably makes more sense than than the skeletons going to the shops and I need to buy more candles (laughs) Hiss, hiss candles, candles need more candles A wreath of dense fog encircles the sarcophagus now and again rising to cover it entirely The sound of bones scraping across the stone floor alerts you to peril from behind and you spin around In time to meet the advance of two fanged skeletons. A pair of of cruel undead hiss wildly as they close in on you with their rusty blades. Much to your horror, a shimmering web now fills the arch. The arch making flight from this burial chamber impossible. So I either win, or I die. Two fanged skeletons. They hiss as they attack, and they are slain. 8 XP, terrible loot, 5 gold. The two skeletons collapse to the floor in a heap of bone, but you immediately find yourself facing another of the fanged horrors. The lone skeleton lurches out of the shadows on your white, swinging at you with his decayed sword. Fang skeleton, fight! Alright, uh, slash at you with this rusted blade and is slain. Alright, uh, a terrible loot, 16 gold. The skeleton topples to the ground, but you're immediately faced with even greater peril. Three-winged skeletons soar into view out of the thick shadows overhead and are rapidly upon you. Mercifully clawing to your flesh with their jagged talons. How many skeletons are in here? Three winged fang skeletons. And how did they get wings? how did the skeletons get wings? Are the wings made out of bone. Cause then how did they fly? Or did they do? they just bat wings? Who knows? Who knows? They hisses. They attack either way and are slain. Six eight XP. One and a trinket worth an entire one gold token. Stepping back from the sizeable mound of bone covering your feet, you once again find yourself face to face with the undead. A cloaked skeleton, its short blade little more than a jagged, rusted club, hisses forward as he fearlessly engages you as a cloaked skeleton begins combat. The cloaked skeleton slashes you with its rusted blade and is slain. 10xp. The cloaked skeleton collapses beneath the fury of your blows, but, as if in answer to the victory of, To your victory, two more of the, f- of the fang fleshless undead rise up from in front of the dais and stagger forward to attack. Grinting your teeth, you firmly plant your feet. And steal yourself to engage them. two fanged skeletons. They hiss as they attack. And I swing as I attack. And they are slain. 8xp. And a well-crafted padded shirt. Oh, and 11 gold too. Another skeleton. His head concealed by a drooping black hood. Rises up from behind the sarcophagus. And stalks across the room towards you. The vicious undead draws, his long, draws a long sword and hisses as it steps into melee range, defiant in the face of this fleshless horror. You hold your ground as a hooded skeleton. The hooded skeleton strikes out at you with the longsword. It's a different hooded skeleton than the one you may know. Deals you a brutal blow for 2 damage. Right, keep going, keep going, keep going, and it is slain. 15 XP. Your hooded foe shrieks as he staggers backwards and crumples into a heap of bone. You've barely a second to catch your breath. when four more, of the Fang Skeletons rise up from in front of the dais and quickly move to you. Is there just a... In front of the dais, is there just a pile of bones that just assembles into these skeletons? Uh, that's what I'm assuming happens. Begin combat. Four Fang skeletons. Skeletons hiss as they attack, and they are slain in round two. Ten XP. Alright got a twenty from the from the enchantment of devastation. And a sturdy dirk from a stir a sturdy jerk from a bony jerk. Sixteen gold. The last of the four skeletons topples over, and a much welcome silence descends upon the tomb. After catching your breath, you take two cautious steps in the direction of sarcophagus, but freeze in your tracks as the weighty stone lid suddenly slides back and crashes into the floor. Out of the open sarcophagus, Wyatt is a ghoulish, half watted armor-clad figure. Long strands of thin, sickly hair dangle from it, from the vermin-ridden ridden, ridden scalp of the undead horror. Those hollow-eye sockets are now fixed on you. The festering mouth of this decrepit being is filled with decayed teeth and outfitted with four sharp yellow fangs. Well, is part of becoming an undead, does it sharpen your teeth? The rotting man holds up his hand and a long black claws extend from the tips of his fingers. Ooh, ooh, that sounds nasty. He grins as he slowly descends. Descends from the steps. I am Lord Juth Quen, he says, his voice somewhere between a harsh whisper and a vow. I am the first warrior of the House of Quen the sole occupant of this crypt then who are all these other people I just beat up built in my honour and a man deserving of far more respect than you have so far shown me without further words the wagged, rotting figure of Quen, dead these last 700 years floats across the chamber and attacks its Lord Quen. Begin combat. The hideous Juth Quen swipes at you with his rotting clawed hand. You feel weaker as your opponent drains energy from your body for 13 damage. Okay, oh, and he drains more energy for 14 damage. He's been getting a bit lucky. But I'm pulling ahead. I'm pulling ahead now. And he is slain. 33 XP. Jurith Quen slumps the ground at your feet and does not move again. You're about to examine his remains when suddenly the pile of wotting flesh and decayed bone at your feet is transformed to a massive mound of black ants. Does, does that mean? Are all of these skeletons actually ants? They're actually ants in disguise. I think I'm fighting undead, and and to go along with it, they're actually fighting less hard hard, while I use anti-undead weapons, even though they're all ants with some sort of illusion cast on them. It does kind of make sense. I mean, if you're ants, you didn't want people to say, I don't know, plough up your area. Yeah, and that, that would also explain the candles, well yeah. I mean if these ants can cast if these ants can cast illusions to disguise themselves as skeletons, then making candles not really much of a stretch at all. You leap out of the swarming pile of insects and watch in horror as they scuttle off to the far corners of their of the womb. In their wake no trace of the fallen youth quen remains. If it even is Quen. and these and and the, these ants have just resurrected, I mean, I mean, presumably that this is still the tomb of Quen, so they just decided to be that guy because that that would be a creepy, because he was a bad dude. You note know, the great deal of relief that the shimu shimmering silver web that previously filled the arch, trapping you in the chamber, has vanished. Without further delay, you move forward to examine the sarcophagus. You discover a large wooden box at the bottom of the sarcophagus, which contains a large amount of gold. One hundred and seventy-four gold tokens. When you're at last certain you haven't overlooked anything, You turn away from Sarcophagus and and prepare to leave the crypt of Lord Duthquen. On your way out of the burial chamber, you spot a small alcove almost entirely hidden from view next to the tall stone arch. You peer into the alcove and discover it contains a number of items. It's some loot. It's fairly good. At last, satisfied there is nothing of further interest here, you prepare to leave the chamber make your way out of the tomb you've only taken a few steps across from the chamber when the sound of chilling laughter from behind makes your blood run cold you spin around and find yourself face to face with the gruesome apparition mission of Lord Juth Kren, the ghost of the long dead lord his whippling face twisted to a wicked grin cackles ominously now is this a ghost of the skeleton or the ghost of the guy who became the skeleton? You know, does he like, have, you know, skin? Ghost skin. Does he look like he has skin? But obviously, he doesn't have skin, he's a ghost. Ghosts don't have anything. Does the defiler of my crypt have the courage to attempt the Hall of Seven Ghouls? Whispers the ghost. There is no turning back. The ghost waves his arms, and your wounds are instantly healed. (laughs) Thank you, I guess. With with that, the apparition vanishes, and you immediately note tall stone arch that has appeared against the black wall of the chamber. An intricately carved skull adorns the top of the arch, beyond which extends a gloomy corridor, Above the arch is a short verse carved into the wall of the chamber that reads Seven Watting Fallen Lights, Seven Lords of Gaulish Might. There is little doubt that the corridor beyond the arch is the Hall of Seven Gauls, of which the ghost of Juth Quen spoke. Step. Well, I could leave the tomb, but. You know what we've got enough time let's let's step into the hall of seven Ghouls because that that that's it's still in the straight line even though this bit is optional you could skip it if you're a lower level character you might not be able to survive it and thus lose all your progress step into the hall of seven Ghouls. the moment you step beneath the arch an eerie moan drifts out across the gloom the far end of the corridor You turn to step back through the arch, only to discover there is now only a solid wall of stone behind you. Recalling the words of Quen's ghost, there is no turning back. You quickly assume a defensive stance as you prepare to face the dark shape now emerging from the shadows ahead. You watch in horror as a terrifying figure lurches out of the gloom ahead, a hideous ghoul. His decaying head, fitted with an ornate iron helm. Stackers into your pool of light, clutching a rusty sword. The vicious undead menace how growls, as it raises its ancient weapon, and prepares to strike you down. It's a helmed ghoul lord. Now, all these foes are not scaled, so because Sir Crokington is ridiculously powerful, they're all going to be 3 plus by more by a couple of hundred melee waiting. Because of course this was made more than a decade ago when stats were much, much lower. Helmed Ghoul Lord. The Helmed Ghoul slashes you with his rusty sword. I bash with the staff. And it is slain. 6 XP. You step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath while your eyes peer along the corridor, seeking any sign of movement in the deep gloom ahead. A strange sensation passes through you. In its wake, you're astonished to discover your wounds have completely healed. All right, yeah, this... This doesn't match with Juth Quen Because all... All the... The engravings at his original speech were... He was a... Bastard! Um, okay, okay, he might set up a challenge for us to go in, but he wouldn't, you know, make it in any way fair. He wouldn't, you know, heal us after every fight. Yes, yes, I think this this is the ants. Um, well, presumably they understand that I have an important, that I am likely to be involved in various things, and having a way to grind XP will be ultimately helpful. Suddenly, you watch in horror as the terrifying figure lurches out of the gloom ahead, a watting corpse. Uh, Its festering jaw, filled with jagged fangs, moves unsteadily along the corridor towards you. Its clawed fingers wrap tightly around the hilt of an axe the cruel undead creature snarls viciously as it closes it on you It's a fanged corpse the fanged ghoul chops at you with its ancient axe alright I'm going to keep bashing it and it is slain 6xp you step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath while your eyes peer along the corridor seeking any sign of movement in the deep gloom ahead strange say, and I'm fully healed again, suddenly. You watch in horror as a terrifying figure she's out of the gloom ahead. A chain clad ghoul, his iron helms, severely crushed on one side, staggers forward along the passage, brandishing a two-handed sword, this undead knight. Having long ago met his match in the world of the living, if it is a undead and it is a knight, and it's not just you know ants just dressing up is now prepared to exact his revenge on you uh, I I didn't kill him the first time I've killed him later times but not the first time the first time was someone else probably I mean I might I may in the future end up traveling back in time and killing him. And of course my two backstory is unknown, so maybe but probably it was someone else who killed him the first time. Watching knight begin combat. The undead knight swipes at you with a heavy two handed blade. Keep going, keep going, and it is slain. Six XP. You step past, past Back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments scanning your catching your breath while your eyes peer along the corridor, seeking any sign of movement of the gloom ahead, I'm fully healed and next one. You watch in horror as a terrifying figure lurches out of the gloom ahead, a one armed corpse, its watted torso cut covered in the tattered remains of a bear pelt, walks slowly along the corridor towards you. Centuries ago world of the living, this proud warlord was the head of a mighty band of valiant warriors now, risen from his grave by dark sorcery, this wicked undead creature seeks only to slay the living festering warlord, begin combat the rotting warrior thrusts a stone-tipped spear ooh, spears don't really see them used that much you tremble with uncontrollable rage as you sell your foe. Ah, stop being undead and stuff. Yeah, smash, smash, smash. Slain. You step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath, while your eyes pierce, peer along the corridor, seeking any sign of movement in the deep gloom ahead. the heel, next one. You watch in horror as a terrifying figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. Thick, dark blood seeps out of numerous ghastly wounds that cover the body of the Wotting Ghoul, now staggering along the passage towards you. The foul, undead menace hisses as it draws to within melee range and prepares to strike out at you with its deadly claws as a bleeding ghoul. The bleeding ghoul swipes at you with his clawed hands going, keep going, keep going. The touch of your enemy sends a deftly chill the length of your body for 15 damage. So uh, don't let him touch you again. Alright, well, don't have to worry about that. It's slain. 8xp. You step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath while your eyes pierce along the corridor, seeking any sign sort of movement in the deep corridor. I'm fully healed and the next one... You watch in horror as a terrified figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. A a tattered grey clipe dangles from the bony shoulders of the hideous ghoul, now slowly making its way along the corridor towards you. The grim, undead fiend draws a bone-tipped spear as it approaches and raises it in preparation of striking down the living being that has invaded its shadowy lair. It's a staggering cadaver, and it is time to begin combat. The cadaver thrusts its spear at you another spear. It's like they know that the spears are better than swords in many circumstances. The touch of your enemy to deftly chill the length of your body for seventeen damage and it is slain. 8 XP. You step back, back from the remains back from the remains of your undead throats and the next few moments catching your breath while your eyes pierce along the corridor, seeking any sign of movement to the deep gloom ahead and fully healed. And next is... You watch in horror as a terrifying figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. The distant, ghastly wail of a horn fills the passage. do do as the but you know, ghastlier. It's a half-skeletal ghoul rises out of the chain shadows and moves swiftly towards you. A thin iron crown adorns the fleshless head of the fearsome undead lord. And his hand is clutched to Cade Longsword. As a decayed long sword. It's a crowned ghoul, probably some sort of petty monarch. You know, know, from back in the old days when, when kingdoms were tiny and you could ride across them in a single day. Yes, or in, or in the case of the of places like Italy, the, or Italy and Germany, the not really that older days at all, really. Crown. Oh. Well. You're not I-King, so I don't have to... I can bash you. The crowned Ghoul slashes you with this long sword. Keeps going, keeps going. There's a deathly chill. And a deathly chill again. The length of my body for 19 damage. And it is slain. 8xP. You step back from the remains of your undead foe. And spend the next few moments catching your breath. While your eyes pierce along the corridor seeking any sign of movement in the deep gloom ahead. Suddenly, you quickly assume a defensive stance as the ghastly, glowing shape floats out of the darkness ahead. It is the ghost of Juth Quen. With every muscle tensed, you watch as the hideous apparition moves slowly along the corridor towards you. Suddenly, Juth Quen ghosts stop, and the undead lord flashes you a wicked grin. Someone will want this, whispers Quen's ghost, long lost but hardly forgotten. The ghost shimmers and then vanishes, leaving you alone in the corridor. On the floor, directly beneath where the apparition hovered only moments ago, is small, hideous statue of a spider. You decide to take the strange item with you. It's a hideous hot spider statue. Hey! Hey! Hey, you're you're, you're perfectly fine, spider statue. This small stone statue of hideous-looking spider was given to you by Lord Quen after you defeated the seven undead menaces in this Hall of Seven Ghouls. Plus strange and unpleasant sensation watches over you. 192 experience to general. So every time you finish the Hall of Ghouls, you get you get a well, reward to experience I think to Experience I think the highest is seven hundred and sixty eight, which could be fairly nice. Especially considering you could if you're, you know, not gonna weed through the stuff, which you really don't have to do after the first time. You can get through it in a couple of minutes. As the feeling begins to subside, you'll find you're once again standing in the burial chamber of Lord Juth Gwen. There was no longer any sign of the arch or the ghoulish cold or beyond. You promptly prepared to make your way out of the tomb. For your valiant victory over the undead that long haunted Atspeth Cemetery, and your defeat of the powerful and evil Lord Juth Gwen, you will now receive a much deserved experience reward. What is it? Hundred and twenty eight experience to general And 32 experience to all skills and powers. Pretty nice, pretty nice for this one. If you're very lucky, you can get, I think, up to 128 to all skills and powers, but that's about a 1% chance, so it's not going to happen very often. You you might well only see it a couple of times across your entire career. All right. At the edge of the forest, you turn and take a final look back at the f- mist-shrouded grounds of Axipas Cemetery. For a moment, you're almost certain you can see a dark shape mo- moving through the dense fog. But whatever it might have been is soon for lost of sight. Without turning around, you set off on your way. This scenario is replayable. It will reset itself and become by- replayable by Sir Crokington in approximately 60 minutes. That's 60 minutes from now. Yes, it's not. Others are 60 minutes from when you begin, but that—that's only the battleground challenges. This one is 60 minutes from when you finished it, so you can't—you can't spam it. But there are other things to do. So you—if you want to have a full grind, there's there's enough stuff so you can just keep grinding. Move away. You take one last look around before setting out. Cemetery. Now, since we just got that hideous spider statue, I just happen to know where you can use it to get a pretty nice reward. So I might as well do that now. It's, it's in the Adventurous Collective, which we joined a long, long time ago. After getting beaten up by the man in the leather hat, we got a note. We went to a place. We went to another place. We found it. We had to pay some money. But anyway, it's it's we're in there now. Investigate a small windowless building with a green door. And here we are in the Adventurer Collective again. Visit the Guildmaster. Converse with the Guildmaster. You can ask him any questions, but there's only a few options that... So I can ask him about the Hideous uh, Spider Statue. Does he have anything about that? Yes, yes he does. I I spelled it right. The Guildmaster gasps as you produce the Hideous Spider Statue and stand it before him. He quickly picks up the strange item and studies it closely. Where'd you get this? he asks. Surely this came from the tomb of Lord Quen. Before you can give a full explanation of your trials in the Hall of Seven Ghouls, the Grovemaster interrupts and thanks you for returning to him a prized possession he had long believed was lost forever. Oh, I guess that he... I guess he tried the Hall of Seven Ghouls and... um, he, only d- he, he, he must have won because he's not dead. But then, well, at some point he left his statue behind. I don't know, maybe it was his lucky statue. Before you can give it a, a, a full explanation for trials in the Hall of Seven Ghouls, the guild Master interrupts and thanks you for returning to him. A fly possession he long believed was forever lost. Please accept this small token of my profound appreciation, he says, handing you a tightly drawn leather pouch. You open the pouch and discover, much to delight, that it contains a small quantity of adventurer tokens. And that pays back the adventurer token you had to pay to join the Adventurers Collective. So then all you had to spend was, was gold, which is easy to get. The Guildmaster steps forward and lays his hand on your shoulder. Almost at once, a strange but pleasant sensation passes through you as his fingers press firmly into your, into your flesh. One thousand and twenty-four experience General. Nice, nice. Thank you again, Sir Crokington, he says, as he withdraws his hand and goes back to studying the statue. Okay, and that, that is that. So I'm guessing, well, since we've just been, since we've just been to AXPath Cemetery, I guess next time we'll just look at all the other stuff that you can do there if you go off the beaten track. But, until then, farewell fellow adventurers.